0: You're listening to Language Casters Football Podcast.
1: Yes, hello and welcome to week eight at LanguageCasters.com, another round of Champions League games, and we're in the thick of it in most of the leagues in Europe and around the world. Uh, my name's damon and i'm glad to say i'm joined this week by damien remember he couldn't make it last week damien what was the story what happened hey damon
0: good to hear from you again and a big apology to you and the listeners for my absence from last week's show no excuses really i was simply at a wedding of a very good friend of mine that took place in the beautiful town of boulder colorado in america and uh, i'd like to take the time to say hi and congratulations again to Ted and Robin. What a fantastic time it was. And of course, to all the gang out there who are huge fans of Languagecaster.
1: A wedding in Denver. Sounds nice. Fresh air in the mountains, I bet. Anyway, we're back on the pod. And what's
0: on the show? Well, on today's show, we start off with our usual roundup of the footballing news in the good, the bad and the ugly, followed by our main report, which this week focuses on the life and times of former England star Paul Gascoigne. After that, I think you will be giving us a new English for Football phrase, and then we're going to wrap it all up again with the predictions battle. It's good to be back.
1: Well, I think you're going to talk about some of the bigger teams in trouble in the Champions League in your good, Damien. But while some of those big teams are being brought down to earth, there were no such hiccups for Liverpool in the Champions League as they overcame Dutch champions PSV 3-1 to head their group along with Atletico Madrid. That's two wins out of two for both teams. But a victory wasn't the only good story as Robbie Keane was on target and broke his duck as he claimed his first goal for the Reds, while Steven Gerrard, Captain Marvel, scored his 100th goal with a pile driver of a free kick in front of the cop. You can relive all of the goals if you come to languagecaster.com and there's a link there to see photos and uh, explanations of all of those goals. It doesn't get much better than that. Damien, how about you?
0: Yeah, I'm not so sure how I feel about Robbie Keane scoring for Liverpool after spending six years at Tottenham. But, of course, well done to him and, of course, to Steven Gerrard. Now, staying in the Champions League, yet again, Romanian side Cluj and the Cypriot team Famagusta feature as their Champions League dreams stay well and truly alive. Cluj drew at home to fancied Chelsea, while Famagusta beat Greek side Panathinaikos 3-1 to top the table with Inter. Unbelievable stuff. Now, it has been pretty bad for Polish football this week as FIFA has threatened to suspend Poland's FA after interference from the government, and that was after claims of corruption in the federation. Now, this may mean that Poland are kicked out of the 2010 World Cup qualifiers and may even be forced to step down as co-hosts of the 2012 European Championships, which would be pretty bad indeed for Poland. Damon,
1: how about you? Yes, I agree. As soon as big money is involved, there's always a danger of corruption, isn't there? Uh, Well, my bad is it's bad for the two Big teams in the Premier League as uh, some of their star players start dropping like flies. Scholes, uh from the midfield of Manchester United, picked up ligament damage in the midweek uh, European tie. And he was joined also on the injury list by Wayne Rooney, and both of whom follow Michael Carrick to the treatment table. Meanwhile, Chelsea, um, remember they've also got Essien out and Carvalho um, for a large slice of the season. It now looks they now look set to lose their star forward Drogba um, for at least a few weeks again uh, to a European tie. The big striker suffered ligament damage again this time on his right knee. Am I ugly this week? Well, it involves fighting uh, brawls in the Brazilian league last week with the derby game between Internacional and Grêmio, which we featured in our predictions, um, was being was held up as players from both sides were fighting. Um, involved in a punch-up after a bad tackle by Edinho. Um, just to remind you, International now won that one 4-1. Surprise result there. Well, that's my ugly. Um, what about you, Damien? You, you've been sounding a little bit sheepish uh, this week about the football. I wonder why. What's your ugly?
0: Well, for my ugly this week, I've got to hang my head in shame at the behaviour of some of the Spurs fans towards former player Saul Campbell in their 2-0 defeat at Portsmouth. Um, nasty homophobic and possibly racist chanting as well is being investigated by the local police and there may be huge repercussions for the club portsmouth manager harry redknapp called it filthy and basically it's hard to disagree with that very ugly indeed well
1: next up it's our main piece this week with damien
0: Ask any England football fans to name the best ever player to have represented the national team and they'll probably argue over the merits of stars such as Stanley Matthews, Bobby Moore or Bobby Charlton, Kevin Keegan, Gary Lineker or even David Beckham. Just kidding about that, David. But if you were to ask them which England player was the most exciting or entertaining, unpredictable and possessed the most skill, then the majority of those supporters would probably nominate Paul Gascoigne. Gaza, as he came to be known, has gone through some tough times since he retired from the game and was even rumoured to have died last week, a claim that forced the British police to issue a statement denying the fact. One thing that cannot be denied, however, is the player's supreme footballing ability. Born in the north of England, he went on to play for his beloved local club, Newcastle, in 107 games and scoring 25 times. The Geordie fans loved him, but realised he would move on to a bigger club, so there was some surprise when he joined Tottenham in 1988. The Spurs fans also loved him, and he took them to 6th and 3rd places in the league in his first two seasons there, while he also helped the team to an FA Cup final in 1991, with a free kick to remember against North London rivals Arsenal in the semi-final. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, he's there! Brilliant! That is schoolboy's own stuff. Oh, I bet even he can't believe it. Is there anything left from this man to surprise us? That was one of the finest free kicks that this stadium has ever seen. If that was sublime... And the ridiculous emerged in the final itself when after only 15 minutes he was carried off after a dreadful tackle on a nottingham forest defender that left him with a knee injury that ruled him out of football for more than a year such was his reputation however he was signed by high-flying italian club lazio and though he was never the same player after the cup final injury he was loved by the local fans especially when scoring the winner against cross-down rivals roma but inconsistent performances, Blamed on his injuries and his fondness for the nightlife meant he was sold to Scottish club Rangers in 1995 where he had a successful three years before moving on to Middlesbrough and then Everton in the Premier League. Now Gaza played 57 times for his country but we all know that it should have been more. Managers were afraid to play him as he was deemed unpredictable. But when he finally got his chance in the 1990 World Cup Finals in Italy, he took it with both hands, with outstanding displays against Holland, Belgium, Cameroon and Germany in the semi-final. And it was in this game that Gaza really entered the hearts of the English public, as his tears on receiving a yellow card meant he would not be able to play in the final if England had made it. This iconic image summed up the player, proud, patriotic, yet extremely vulnerable. Despite the injuries that blighted his career, he once more featured for England in an international tournament, the 1996 European Championships, scoring yet another memorable goal, this time against Scotland. Oh, finish it here! England lost yet again to Germany in the semi-final of that competition, and Gascoigne never repeated his earlier achievements. Left out of the England squad for the 1998 World Cup finals in France, Gaza began a downward spiral of destruction, with reports of binge eating, alcoholism, and even domestic violence dominating the newspapers. He then had an unsuccessful stint in China, changed his name to G8, managed a non-league team for a month before being fired and generally suffered humiliation after humiliation. In recent times, he's been arrested for violent behaviour, drunkenness, and has even been sectioned under the Mental Health Act of the UK. With this in mind, and the fact that Gaza never won the Premier League or even appeared in an international final, he will always be near the top when it comes to those lists of all-time England greats.
1: Thanks for that, Damien. Fascinating stuff, as always. And remember, there's more fascinating stuff on our homepage, languagecaster.com. Come along, we've got posts, we've got worksheets, we've got vocabulary notes, we've got audio files, we've got online quizzes, uh, polls, lots of things uh, for people who want to learn English or just want to know about the football news. So come along and give us a visit. Você está escutando
0: languagecaster.com Next up, we have Damon with this week's English for Football.
1: This week's English for Football is to be on target. Now, target is an object used in sports like archery or shooting. Someone aims a gun or fires their arrows at it, trying to hit the target. If you are on target, you hit it, you succeed. But in football, if a team or a player is on target, they score a goal. This week, two ex-Tottenham strikers were on target for their new teams. Manchester United's Berbatov was on target against Aalberg in the Champions League, while Robbie Keane was also on target, scoring against PSV for Liverpool. To be on target...
0: Yes, I hope Tottenham are on target this week against Hull. And that's one of the games that we're featuring in this week's predictions. Right now, before we start, I'd like to say thanks to Damon for graciously uh, relinquishing the two points he won from last week's predictions. When, of course, I didn't even bother to turn up. Now, for this week, week eight, we've got some big games from all over Europe and from South America and from the Asian Champions League. We're going to start off in Spain with Barcelona and Atletico Madrid. Now, I think Barcelona are going to win this one 2-1, because I think Lionel Messi is one of the greatest players in the world. Now, in Germany, we've got Stuttgart and Bremen. I always think there's going to be lots of goals in the Bundesliga, and I think this will be 2-2. Now, we've mentioned that Tottenham are playing Hull. Tottenham have yet to win this season in the Premier League. Not good news for us Spurs fans, but I think we're going to break our duck this week against high-flying Hull. This will be 1-0 to Tottenham, and it won't be pretty either, I can assure you. Big game in Portugal, Sporting and Porto. Not many goals here, I think. Nil-nil. Now, big game in Argentina is Boca Juniors and Estudiantes and I think Boca are going to win this one 1-0. And finally, semi-final in Asian Champions League. Two Japanese teams are meeting. It's Gamba against Uraa Reds who, of course, are the holders of the trophy and I think this will be a 1-1 draw. Damon, what have you got?
1: Mm, Some interesting choices, Damien. Um, well, here are mine. I hope I uh, can beat you this week. Barcelona against Atlético Madrid. Well, I've got a feeling Atlético Madrid are going to beat Barcelona. They're flying. Uh, they're going to be confident after their uh, recent performances. Top of the league, top of their group in uh, the Champions League, doing well in the league, and I think uh, stuttering Barcelona are going to come a cropper. Two-one to Atlético. In Germany, Stuttgart versus Bremen. Goals galore has got written all over this one. Bremen have just been piling the goals in. Um, Stuttgart's performances have been up and down recently. And I think uh, Bremen are going to win this one away. 3-2. Another away victory there. Um, uh, In England, Premier League, Tottenham. Your team, Damien, um, against Hull, you're going for Tottenham. I can't believe it. Are you serious? Come on. Hull have the best away record in the Premiership apart from Chelsea. Um, and I think Tottenham are going to be lucky to escape with a 2-2 draw here. In Portugal, Sporting versus Porto, um, you're going with home. Um, you're going for a nil-nil here, but I'm going to go with home uh, advantage. Sporting are going to uh, squeeze out a one-nil victory in, in this one. In Argentina, Boca against Estudiantes. Boca were shocked uh, last uh, in their last game, and Estudiantes are playing relatively well. And I'm going to go for another. A uh, away win here, 2-1 to Estudiantes uh, in this match. In Japan, where I am, Gamba against Urawa. Urawa Reds. Um, Urawa Reds, one of the biggest teams, and of course Gamba too in uh, Western Japan. So this is a West versus East uh, match here, um, and I think Gamba are going to come out victorious here. They're going to win this one. A tight game, 1-0. Those are my predictions. Thank you, everybody, for listening and enjoy the football. I hope your team wins, unless it's Manchester City. Thanks, everybody, for listening.
0: Enjoy all the football this weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.